0: like a hundred word comments on YouTube with no punctuation. They're just a sort of radiating ecstasy energy. They're just amazing to read. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Like what if James Joyce, but now and just like absolutely addled by pingers.
2: <laughs> well, actually, I, uh, George, I was just scrolling through the UK Rave Comments Twitter feed just to grab an example. And I just I, I, I found a perfect one just now i'm in there somewhere i always remember ripping my t-shirt getting through the window in the toilets lol i had the exact same g-force trousers as the black guy on stage mad as fuck days good set list too (laughs) (laughs)
1: love it (laughs) hell yeah love the trousers
0: that's a vintage i love it when they mention yeah the clothes that's always fun Yeah. yeah (laughs)
3: <laughs> so Riley you wanted to talk about the, the overall culture of raving in the UK And to me as, a, as a, the person Who originally Britain was getting explained To mm. uh, I, the only thing I know about it is sort of Like slightly related in the sense that You know I know about Stuff like the Hacienda in Manchester and the two big things that I, you know, obviously like that club and factory records and some of the acts that came about from that. And then also um, the late 80s, I think it was 1988, they called the second summer of love. Uh, and just like rave culture going mainstream in the uk but it seems to me like mm. it's very much an 80s thing and so the people who would be the most invested in this sort of nostalgia are and, and and i'm asking riley but george please feel free to jump into uh that this is a gen x thing like hardcore all of this nostalgia mm. is basically gen x reminiscing yeah. about you know 30 35 years ago
1: yeah what i was going to say is what i know about this is i've seen the film 24 hour party people mm-hmm. and i've met cursed fucking gen x's that's that's like everything i know about uk rave is derived from those one of my
3: neighbors is from northern ireland and is probably in her 50s or early 60s and she talks about taking ecstasy a lot and I'm almost like
1: it's just someone uh, have you ever indulged in a disco basket (laughs) (laughs) the paper of ulster say yes to
0: drugs
3: (laughs) yeah i mean it's basically that yeah and so uh, but it's just, yeah, it, it strikes me as like a very, very Gen X phenomenon because this, the, the heyday, I mean, if I remember correctly, I remember reading, I think it was on Wikipedia that like in like 1991, the most applied to university in the entire UK was the University of Manchester and they only surmised that the <laughs> rave filter had
1: something to do with that it's fucking massive <laughs> that's basically what like Manchester and Leeds are still like I can remember being at six form and then being like all the like really like self-consciously edgy kids who were like yeah I'm applying to Leeds because it's like fucking legendary party scene mate like it's just gonna be like fucking lit the whole time and it's like whatever dude I mean <laughs> you're gonna get a degree in management <laughs> Well, I mean,
3: uh, so, so, so George, I don't know how this uh, jives with your, um, your interpretation of rave culture, but I'd love to know more.
0: I would say that lines up pretty well. Like that's the age group that I look at from sort of, I guess, 88 to sort of 94. It's like the golden age of all this stuff. Mm. And yeah, that's the age group I tend to look at. I don't know if it comes across in the Twitter feed. A lot of people assume that I'm the age of these people I'm talking about. Obviously I'm not. I'm in my, yeah. my mid-20s, and so I'm just sort of digging into other people's nostalgia, but that's the sort of age group I'm looking into, yeah.
3: It's also interesting to me because uh, some of this stuff, not, not all of it, but some of it was actually very popular on the radio as well. I mean, mm. the Happy Mondays were a big one, but also, I mean, obviously New Order had a, a ton of huge hits. Um uh, Primal Screams, another one that did very level well. Level forty-two. <laughs> You're always going to bring up level forty-two, don't you? Um, <laughs> the blasting the
1: Chinese way in Trafalgar Square.
3: <laughs> but um, it's just interesting because some of the, some of these bands did have some popularity, yeah. you know, in the U.S., for example, but nothing of the same degree. And uh, it's just wild to me because, in the same vein that we've talked about this, mm. um, in that same era. That you know, you could have like a racetrack in Milton Keynes that seats sixty thousand people sold out completely for an erasure concert. Yeah. Like what was popular like it just and none of those people were gay and they made it very clear <laughs> in the comment
1: when they oh bought the God. ticket yeah,
3: that's another so- story that i i as a as a long-suffering uh british sort of synth music fan have trolled through the comments on erasure videos and invariably people are like i love this song but i am not gay it's just like <laughs> you do realize that you could listen to you don't have to like no no one no there's not like a, a like a screener on youtube
1: yep there is because there, there is, is. There oh, yeah. turn me into a fucking raving bender <laughs> sucking knobs left right and center what gets me about it
3: is the um, yeah the reminiscences all seem to be for the rave culture stuff all seem to be so tied up in I was fucked up on drugs at the time <laughs> and like this is a drug taking ass country like I was not prepared for that when I moved here mm. but uh, yeah it's just it seems like that's how much it that, that's what it's all, all tied into is mm. uh, I was young the birds were great. And it's I was standing to the birds in here, is that right? And I was yeah. taking I was taking ecstasy and, get, and and just, you know or reading stuff like the guys from um from the Happy Mondays talking about how like they would go to club, they would go to the hacienda, but they lived in Salford and they were too broke to get the bus, so They would just walk. And it was like twenty four miles by foot or something like that to get from like where they live to the club and they just did like fuck it. What are we gonna do? It was a Tuesday night. I'm just gonna fucking walk. Like there's that to me is a profoundly British rave guy energy.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, maybe, George, maybe this would be a good point to talk about some of your, like, favourite rave comments and or anecdotes, because I think this, that's sort of a good way into this and the kind of stuff that we're talking about.
0: Yeah, sure thing. Um, just trying to find I've got a few of them together.
3: God, what's his name? Sean... Fuck, what's his Sean Ryder and Bez Oh,
1: mm-hmm. ah, rumored- Bez. Oh, now that is a man whose brain has been absolutely cooked by drugs. He's uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> so one of the best writers about... Um, about the Happy Mondays, as Simon Reynolds, uh, Simon Reynolds, one of the best sort of you might say sort of theoreticians and historians of the, of them in particular, so in that that Bez's role in the Happy Mondays was just to take drugs on stage, pretty much, and just get fucked Shake up, fucking
3: maracas <laughs> just, dance. Yeah, he was
2: he was basically a um, who's the guy from um, Outcast who whose job was just to like uh, there was a, there was a similar guy was just he was he was a hype man. But Are you thinking a Public
0: Enemy, the guy with the clock? Um, oh, Flavor flame Flavor flame, flame, flame. Yeah. No, no there was there's, there was there was I, mean, um, I was just
2: two guys, but maybe no, they had another the yeah. one. I, I'll, it'll it'll come back to me. But there was an, another guy who had like a sort of very British, sort of a very sort of a self consciously mm. British sounding. Like Br- British Fauntleroy sounding name. Well, in another Britonology mm-hmm. sort of cross cut to that, Bez
1: was also on UK Pimp My Ride <laughs> in the 2000s, something which we have also featured on Britannology, uh, <laughs> where he had uh, Tim Westford for him pimped out a London black
2: cab, <laughs> Bez then
1: drove around so, in.
2: I, I do sort of like, like the idea that sort of they were so, there was a generation of people that was so happy to be having a good time in this country, as though the idea were just invented. (laughs) Um, And then they got rid of it. Yeah, they got rid of (laughs) it it, like six years later. uh, People were having too much fun. That there was a guy in one of the biggest bands in the Happy Mondays of the time, who was like, like the Stone Roses, I think, probably had more of an enduring appeal, but like of the time, you could not get more 80s Britain than a guy whose entire paid job that made him famous was to get absolutely off his tits and shake some maracas <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah that was a whole industry then before thatcher shut down
3: yeah what gets me about it too is is um when you see these guys like there isn't any pretense mm. like in the u.s it, the way that people go about these sort of stories of like the the, the, the drug use and the excess is always in the past tense it's always sort of mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, those were some dark days, and, and here it's different, is it? People that like, I wouldn't necessarily say it's pro drugs, but it tends to just be more like, yeah, it fucking ruled, man. Yeah. The drugs were so good back then. God, I wish I could do that shit. And about my liver is broken, you know that kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, in Bez's case, it was hilarious to me. Is I don't know if you know this, Riley, but he actually ran for parliament, I did, and he I did and exactly he and he ran as a third party candidate in. Um, wouldn't Sal- be the dumbest guy in Sal- there. Salford and Eccles constituency, and the person he ran against who won was Rebecca
1: Long-Bailey. <laughs> so it all comes full circle. Yeah, Salford and Eccles, if Bezzard won. Am I right? Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, yeah, well, I, uh, so, uh, George, have you got any primo comments for us? Oh,
0: yeah, I do. I hope my readings of these do them justice. Let me a suitably just... dramatic timbre. Yeah. So, I remember back at Helter Skelter in 92, when I took a dove mate, I was mashed... Me and the lads couldn't find the golf in the field after shit. Me man, mental. Missed those dates. I'm working a nine to five now, and I hate my son. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is like this is like what if like me and Riley wrote one of these as a
2: bit? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, bit at the end. Of, I hate my son is too perfect. I mean, what? Oh God! What I love about this though, right, is that okay, my... Uh, American American hippies were kind of ruined by their summer of love and it ruined the boomer generation because they got that but American Gen Xers didn't have a summer of love. British Gen Xers did and so they still hate their kids because of it but they hate them with an entirely different tone and because of how much they miss listening to Alternate.